personal branding consultant, executive career coach, online business strategist. The list is long, and I would be here with his picture on the screen for 15 minutes long, but uh, (laughs) this guy's going to inspire you to grow your impact and your income online. Professor Nez, welcome to Dealcasters. It's about time. It's about time. I love it. Thank you so much for being here. And you know what? You just inspired me. I think I'm going to change my show to many things. Many things <laughs> live stream. The, it just it conjures up so much. A whole lot of good, bad, ugly, controversy. Controversy is good, right? No, it's really a okay. pleasure to be here, you guys. I'm so excited. You guys are... Everybody, please share this out. Hit that like button. Follow these guys. You know, I I said this in a post really quickly. I'll just uh, uh, say this. Please. I did a post on Instagram talking about today's show today. And I have been live streaming content creating for a long, more than I care to even, you know, mention. A lot of the uh, younger folk might, uh, you know, their jaws might drop. I have seen all the best and I've come across a lot of amazing content creators. I'm telling you guys without any shadow of hyperbole, Chris and Jim are, is it Jim and Chris or Chris and Jim? Doesn't or do you guys care? Okay, just, good. That's what we yeah. call ourselves. I didn't want to upset the, I didn't want to upset the rotation. <laughs> <laughs> we need a, we need a name, a together name, like yes. um, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie, you know, Angelina. You need Benifer. Yeah, right. So we'll, we'll try oh, to think, find I something think, that's appropriate. I think, uh, Chris, didn't they call us at, uh, at Lima Chrism? Yeah. Because the other, one, that the other one didn't work. That didn't bode well. <laughs> yeah, the other one was a little scary. So we went. We're not going was... to get a chrism.live anytime soon. No, as, no, no, that's not happening. No. That's not happening. Doesn't have the nice <laughs> ring to it. But anyway, I mean, I in all seriousness, I can't wait to have a blast with you guys. Everybody watching and listening to this, I can say without any hint of hyperbole, these two gentlemen are superb. They are consummate professionals. And they do it the right way, which is, you know, I love what you said earlier, Jim, uh, you know, and uh, my heart goes out to, it's been a really tough time lately. And and I know we don't want to focus on that, but it is something important, you know, in relation to personal branding and creating value and impact for your audience, which helps your business grow, you know, the Marine Corps way, it's like that whole mindset and that whole philosophy of service, right? Where, you know, we wouldn't have this amazing country. We wouldn't have these amazing freedoms. We wouldn't have these amazing opportunities, which, you know, why is it that everybody wants to come to the U.S.? It's because we have the best opportunities, right? And so that mindset and that sort of way of being, it's just, it resonates and it really relates to what we're talking about, personal branding. So kudos to you gentlemen, super excited to be here. And uh, I'm out of here. I'm done. See you guys later. That's all I have. <laughs> exactly. No, 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 don't go. No, man, that's awesome. And I, I meant Gee, this. Gee, look like, at the time. No, yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I meant this. Like when we were, uh, you know, Jim and I do a number of, you know, this isn't like Tudor Horn moment, but we do a number of podcasts. We we get Can we stroke each to, other's egos for a right, second? Let's do that. Let's do that. Right. Um, and, I'm sure and, the audience would love that. <laughs> yeah. And and so, you know, we get on these shows, we get on these on these podcasts, we get asked to speak certain places because Amazon is one of those things that that everyone's like, this is the shiny new thing that's kind of moving in this direction. Should I do this? Should I be a part of that? 
um, type of deal. You, uh, uh, by the way, very early in this, uh, you know, put out, started putting out content, started talking about it, started inviting people on your show. But when we were on your show, like we've been on a lot of shows and I'm, this is not to disparage any other show or any other platform we've been on. Go There's ahead been and some disparage. Really it's great, fine. Uh, yeah. So uh, they all <laughs> were terrible. No. Um, they, no, it's just like I, and I talked to Jim afterwards and um, you know, there's not many times where you get in there and you're just, you know, spewing the information. You're answering the questions. I think the, one of the great things about your show and why I'm so interested on Sundays when, when, when you go live and other days and, and, and your podcast and everything that you've got going, by the way, everyone in the carousel is his podcast. Make sure you subscribe to personal branding. And, um, is that it wasn't just about Chris and Jim talking about Amazon. It was, it felt like, you know, you're backstage before, uh, you know, people are going on stage and you're just riffing. You're just kind of like, you know, what about this? What about this? What about this? And I got to the end of it and it didn't feel like an interview at all. It felt like these are people that are trying to sharpen their irons, trying to get better at content creation, sharing information with each other. And you do a great job on your show of pulling in your community. And so I wanted to start there if we could. Mm. Let's talk about yeah. your community that you've built. And I and I I would like to know, you know, maybe when you first started, because I think a lot of people they don't know how to even begin to build a community and how to include those people and how to build what you've built so far. Can yeah. you maybe touch on that? Yeah. Thank you. Wow. What a great see what I was see what I'm saying, guys? I mean, nobody's even ever asked me that. I've been on tons of shows. Nobody's even ever asked me that. I love that. Thank you so much, Chris. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, what you said earlier about the show and the feel, and that that's something that I never like consciously was trying to do, but I definitely was consciously trying not to be like some of the shows, again, not to disparage, but I, I wanted the show to feel like we, we were all hanging out at Starbucks or maybe grabbing a beer or whatever, because those were the kind of shows that I loved growing up. I was inspired by a lot of shows like SNL, David Letterman, um, you know, uh, even even some of the other variety shows uh, uh, like SLC and and uh, uh, you know, so many great uh, vibes. I liked the energy. I liked how it seemed that there was this removal of okay, we're doing a show. It's going to be very regimented. We're going to talk about this only. I just felt like those are the kind of shows that I, I, I really, not that they weren't valuable, but I wanted to do something different. And I really wanted to make sure that my show felt like it was home and it felt everybody felt comfortable sharing and expressing themselves. I do the same thing in my classes too, believe it or not. I still teach at the university, even though it's on a super part-time basis. Um, I love doing that, even though the pay is jack. Um, <laughs> But so, but so like, like for me, it's, it's always been about like, if you're going to, if you're going to build a brand and I'd love to define personal branding too, because I think people get this really wrong all the time. They think of personal branding as being logos, uh, insignias, you know, social media, marketing materials, color palettes, design, etc. Personal branding is really, what is the message that you have that somebody should be hearing? How do you take control of that? How do you take how do you uh, 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 provide value to somebody who maybe has something going on in their lives, whether it's personal, professional, maybe they just want to be entertained, whatever. What is the problem that you can solve and how do you communicate that? 
And so it's really all about communication. It's really all about crafting a message that says, hey, I can actually maybe perhaps help or, hey, you might want to join my community because if you are into this or that or X, Y, Z, you may have fun here. And so the way that it really started was I thought less about myself. I didn't think about what I wanted. I didn't think about who I am and and kind of how to, um, it wasn't self-promotion. I think a lot of creators, when they start creating, it's like, I'm going to get on YouTube. I'm going to get on Facebook. I'm going to get on Amazon Live. People want to hear about me. And they actually, the exact opposite is true. They don't want to hear about you. They really have a vested interest in themselves first. The reason they clicked on your video, your content, or opted in, or what have you, is because something that you did in your messaging, it, it touched a nerve. It hit that emotional trigger, and they're like, okay, I'm curious. I actually do want to earn more money. I actually do want to get myself out of my own way, be more productive, be a better leader. I actually do want to learn more about tech so I can create something that I, you know, feel, you know, uh, aligns with who I am, whatever it is. Right. And so I really, really, this is something that goes back to just a lot of failure, a lot of learning. I mean, you guys know this. Um, everything changes so rapidly. The marketplace changed, which is why I have such a, um, a sadness about the university system is because the university system is so antiquated. And COVID has really, you know, revealed that with the lack of innovation and so many uh, of the infrastructure was not equipped to handle, you know, uh, the the virtual kind of takeover, which let's face it, guys, with or without COVID, this is going to happen. It's all happening here. And so, and so like, really, it's, it's about not being afraid of experimenting, thinking always about how can I service? I know Jim, you do too, Chris, understands this vehemently. What can I do to, to really smother my audience, my customers, my clients with unceasing value? And when you do that, the loyalty erupts. So I know that's kind of a, a long answer, but really in short, it has nothing to do with you. You want to make money online? You want to grow your brand? It's simple. Help people. Just help people. There's really not more uh, to it than that. And, and I want to touch on something you talked about too, which I've found amazing as well, because I also do some uh, part-time teaching at a community colleges. I, I would love to be in your class, Jim. You gotta. I would love to be in your class, dude. Well, Chris is going to help me teach a class next month on podcasting. I'll send you an invite. Please do. Um, I'm but, down. But it's it's crazy how behind they are. You, you're absolutely oh. right. It's like, why are you charging the same amount for someone to take a class online as in person? I mean, I, I can't believe, you know, you talk about inflation, right? Because if you study economics, it's like, oh, goodness, what it cost us, the three of us to go to college, those same schools today, it's probably six times the cost. And it's like, is it really that much better than when we went? I don't think so. No. Other than they have really nice dorms and, you know, all these really nice services that they, they upcharge for because uh, they don't want the kids to, to suffer any. But uh, it's just, that's one of those things that just has always blown my mind. But uh, yeah, I think that's amazing how you, you know, how you looked at it, right? It's like, hey, how can I help people? And I think that's where a lot of content creators fall short. They make it so much about themselves as opposed to serving their community. And I, and I love that. Uh, that and, then they, and then they wonder why, Jim, they're not growing. Then they wonder why they're not making money. Then they wonder why, to Chris's point, why am I not gaining you know, a loyal, thriving community. 
community. I mean, if you really define that word community, there's no, there's no, um, you know, there's no head uh, figure, there's no um, leader, or there's no, um, you know, a dictator, or so to speak, or somebody who's, you know, uh, doing all of the kind of masterminding. It's community. It's all of us together. We're all doing this together. Yeah, there may be some people who uh, kind of take the forefront, but, uh, you know, it's really all about like, what can we do for each other? How can we support each other? How can we help each other? And if you, it's the same thing. It's like, it's not really like supernatural. I mean, if like in personal relationships, I know we've all been in relationships before where, God, you know, every time I'm with this person, they make it all about them. And that's just not, I don't even feel like I exist when I'm around this person. Like everything's about them. We do whatever they want. We shop wherever they want to shop. We go eat wherever they want to eat. We go to whatever party they want to go to. Every day, our activities are, are revolve around them. That's not a relationship. That's basically a, uh, you know, that's a solo kind of um, endeavor where you're basically just um, existing as a sort of a latcher honor, if you will. And so that's not, that's not, relationships need to be reciprocal. And that's what community is all about. And, and, so, and people change too. People yeah. change in those communities. And, and Nez, I'd love for you to touch on this too, because do you think, and I know you've, um, you know, in terms of YouTube alone, um, you've, you've created not only a community, but a, a fantastic channel. And uh, for those who um, need to be fed by this gentleman on your screen, his YouTube channel is fantastic. Um, and it, it covers you. just a gamut of content creation, uh, which means if you're focused on one thing, which you should initially, like don't don't try to do all the things at once, and that's one of the one of the things that that you talk about. But I think a lot of times, Nez, we we see what's on YouTube, and there's a lot of content creators. I, I talk to Jim all the time about this. There are givers and there are takers. Okay, the givers are the ones who receive, and the takers are the ones who end up leaving. And so if, 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 to your point, if you show up to give without that expectation that I'm going to get back, you know, it's going to come across in your content. It's going to build that community. People are going to be like, okay, this person is going to be giving me something. And so they're going to feel the need as a natural human being to give back, hopefully, mm -hmm. to that person and build that community. But I think there's a lot that's happening out there. Uh, and it's not just YouTube, it's all kinds of where it's that clickbait of that, hey, look, um, here's something that you could do that's really easy. Here's how you can make six figures in three weeks by just doing this. And oh, I can just watch this 11 minute YouTube video. Um, and and I'll I could, be rich. you know, I'll, I will, you know, <laughs> exactly. And, and all so, I have to do is buy your course. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> and I, I think I, and you mentioned it earlier about, um, about the effort and the work that you got to go through in order to be successful and not mm. just successful financially. Right. That means that right. your success is beyond just your finances and your means though, that you can be successful financially. But do you feel like um, that has sort of fed this algorithm of people just thinking that they need to be looking for these easy buttons in order to get that and they don't want to hear about the hard work that it takes in order to be successful? I think that's like human nature, isn't it? Like, I feel like mm. most people always want the easy way out. Um, I remember when I was a kid, I'm sure you guys can relate to this. Every time my dad would tell me like, if you want that, if you want to be a basketball player, if you want to be an astronaut, if you want to be a whatever, the only way to do it is to work hard. You have to work hard. You're, I, I was told that all, all the time when I was a kid. I hated hearing that. 
I was like, I don't want to do all that. I don't want to work hard. I don't want to. Um, but the truth of the matter is now I'm saying it to my kids, you know, <laughs> but the truth of the matter is, is that like, you know, I mean, there's all sorts of people who are peddling shortcuts. Um, I see a lot of talented people who do everything to make as much money as they can in the short term, sacrificing the long term, getting what they want now sacrificing what they could really enjoy and thrive doing later. Mm. I always say this, you know, I've done everything under the sun from being a paper boy when I was 10. Telemarketing? Holy macadamia nut. One of the worst <laughs> things I've ever done in my life. Actually, it was really <laughs> funny because I was a telemarketer, guys, when I was 18 years old. I was making $25 an hour as a telemarketer. Now, can you imagine back wow. in 1997, you know, you know, yeah. I was making I was making $25 an hour. And here's the thing. My boss always got mad at me because I'd end up talking to these guys for two hours about politics, religion, life. My boss is like, you're supposed to be selling timeshares. What, what are you doing? <laughs> Actually, it was a great learning it was a great learning uh uh era for me because it really taught me how people think and how people how to navigate communication but anyway my point is is that i've done everything i've been as a bartender professor i helped my mom with her leather shoe and handbag business when i was 14 i've done it all i'm telling you right now building a brand having an actual online entity a business online youtube using these platforms to as basically engines for your business it's the hardest thing I've ever done. I, I actually tweeted earlier today, guys, that, you know, and I think, Jim, you actually responded to it, um, that, you know, don't think that being a, a business owner, entrepreneur is a glamorous life. It's not. It's a beautiful life. But if you think that it's going to happen just, you know, by, you know, posting a couple things here or going on Facebook or YouTube and boom, magically, you're going to have millions of dollars flow into your in your bank account. You got another thing coming. I mean, I joke around. I work 24-8. I literally feel like I do, but like it doesn't feel like work to me. And here's the point coming back around. My dad used to say, you need to work hard. If you can find something that actually electrifies you, I don't want to say do what you love because that's so bumper sticker and everybody says that. But if you can find something that actually just, I mean, you are, it's almost like an obsession and it, to me, I call it purpose. You know, if you, if purpose is bigger than what you love or what you're passionate about, you'll never work a day in your life. And so my wife always to this day, guys, get off your computer, get off your phone. Get, and I'm, 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 believe me. And there are times where I, you know, I like to think that I have good balance, <laughs> but my wife, who's a billion times smarter than me, always checks me. But see, I could do it if I didn't have to sleep, you guys. I'd be doing what we're doing right now, 24-8, and in a literal way. Why? Because it doesn't feel like work. So, so here's the kicker. Identify. If you want to make money in the creator economy, which is what I really love to inspire people to do, find something that gives you purpose. Find something that electrifies your chest. Find something that you want to do all the time. Like you can't breathe without doing it. Like it actually gives you life. Find that. And I promise you in this economy, there's a way to monetize it. And yes, if you marry that with a crap ton of hard work, not only are you going to be successful, you're going to be bulletproof. Nobody will ever touch you. And so that's really the key. And I'm happy to go deeper or what have you. Yeah, I know. I think it's awesome. I think, I think this is the thing, Nez, is like, 
what you say is it it, it rings true to everyone and you know what you're saying also has been said by other people not to and you know, I'm not discounting it but what when are you calling me a this, repeater no no not at all not at all but I think I think I think what people um what people have struggled with here in getting stuck is everyone knows what gets them up and out of bed right everyone goes I'm I'm either getting out of bed because I have a job and I have to do this right? Or I'm getting out of bed because I get to do this, right? Mm -hmm. And so when someone knows, when someone finds finds the get to, right? Then they can't figure out what to do with the get to in order to wrap that around. And so then they don't, then they don't understand why it's important to get a coach. Okay. So going back to, if I may really quickly, I love what you just said, please going back to service, going back to Mm. service. Now that you've identified, so this is exactly what I do with my clients. And you just mentioned coach, right? So my wife and I run a personal branding agency. It's a digital consulting agency. We help people with social media, YouTube, uh, online business, e-commerce, SEO, whatever, um, LinkedIn profile, their career. So, so here's what I do with all my clients. It's these three major concepts. So first we try to identify purpose. What is, what is it that you feel? Because, you know, if you're going to just go after the money, which there's plenty of money to chase, you're not going to be able to sustain that if it's not something that gives you purpose. The second and most important thing is audience. So if you want to create, if you want to figure out what do I do, I get out of bed, like you said, I, I know I need to get out of bed either to pay the bills, I totally relate to that, or doing something I really am passionate about, but they don't know where to go or how to start or where do I even begin. Begin with the audience. So if you have the purpose part down, build something around an audience that can actually get something out of what you can offer, whether it's a service, whether it's a product, whether it's entertainment, whatever it is, it doesn't matter whatever it is, it can be anything. But if you build your brand around an audience, then you have something verifiable in the marketplace. You know there's a demand for it. And then now the third thing, so purpose, audience, messaging. You need to craft a powerful message because there's a million live streamers out there. There's a trillion uh, uh, content creators out there. There's so many people peddling maybe the same thing you are, but there's something unique about you. So crafting a message that says, hey, I'm not these guys that you see on YouTube that say, Hey, if you buy my course, you can be a millionaire. Look at my yacht. I call it, you've heard me say this, Chris. I call it the coconuts and yachts syndrome. Yes. Everybody thinks that if, you know, like you see these 19 year olds or you see these, you know, it's not even 19 year olds. It's everybody. Hey, you see my yacht? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, do you see this cool drink with a nice umbrella in it? You can have that too. And it's, you don't even have to work. You don't have to work. You don't have to speak English. You don't even have to have legs. <laughs> you don't have to do anything. You don't have to have a pulse. <laughs> and so, uh, and so, like, like once you once you really understand who are the people that can be better, and this goes for careers too. You know, I'm an executive career coach for LinkedIn. It's the same thing. It's like people who go into interviews. The the clients I work with, guys, they make it all about them. I'm good at this. I graduated here. This is where I specialize in. No, no, you need to make it about them. What about that company? What is it that you have that makes you an asset to that company that they can't say no? So we're really good at identifying that. So if you know how to get out of bed, again, just really quickly, 
and you either do this, you either do what you need to do or you do what you love, but maybe perhaps you want to transition into something else in this amazing creator economy, which I'm happy to elaborate on. Now it's really about identifying audience. Who are the people that are going to really get the most out of what you have to offer? Are you a good, are you good with your hands? Are you good with marketing? Are you, uh, uh, you know, are you good at investment strategy? Maybe you're good at financials. Are you good at creating, um, you know, maybe graphic designs? Maybe you're a, a, an artist. Whatever it is, find the audience, okay, and create around that audience. Deliver a message that's powerful, personal branding. And if you do that, you work hard at it because it's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen in the first 36 months sometimes. You guys know this as well as I do, building a business. You know, some people, some businesses don't even profit for the first five, 10 years. If you have the actual wherewithal for this and the understanding of that, and you know it's going to take a long time and you're willing to put in the work, I promise you guys, anybody can do this. And, and I think it's it's so important what you talk about too, because like even for me, right? I'm I'm a marketer, I'm a digital marketer, but I worked with a coach who made me realize like, well, you know, Nez is a marketer. Chris is a marketer. How are you different? We're all marketers, right? Yeah, we can't so not how, be one. How I was different was I I brought in my Marine Corps, you know, background, which is a part of me, twenty plus years of my life, and that's how I'm different. That's it. And, and some people will like it, and some people won't, and that's okay, because I think too many people in audience building get caught up in I'm everybody's person. No, you're not. Right. Right. And, and, and you know, everybody ends up being nobody. So I think I think what you, you hit is so important, you know. I mean, there's 7.7 billion people on this planet. There's enough to go around. There's yeah. an audience out there. And by the way, by the way, look, Chris is a live streamer. Jim is a live streamer. I'm a live streamer. Believe it or not, everybody listening and watching, there's some people who maybe don't like how Professor Ness does it. I know that's a shocker. Right. <laughs> how dare I know that's, they? I know that, how dare they? <laughs> I know that's hard to believe, but there's some people who are like, you know what? Ness is just a roller coaster of trouble. I don't like him. <laughs> and you know what? He's just too bombastic. I just don't like his energy. All the power to you. There's other there's so Jim's vibe, which is different from mine. Jim's vibe and how he delivers and how he executes and how he serves his audience, right? There's enough to go around. And here's the beautiful thing. There's no barriers anymore. There's no geographical barriers. If you have one of these, <laughs> if you have yeah. one of these, you can literally reach the world. That's insane to me. I think it as is. people who are Gen Xers and above, we remember what life was like as a, as a marketer in the pre-2000s, pre-iPhone, pre-social media. Mail uh, mailers, snail mail, going to post offices, creating flyers, uh, 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 you know, talking to people at the newspaper, local and regional, what have you, maybe trying to do radio. I mean, it was a bunch of I mean, I don't need. Are you kidding me? Who reads who reads uh, 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 magazines and newspapers anymore? I mean, right. everything is on this thing or on this thing right here that we're doing right here. It's phenomenal. I think people need to understand that like, if you really have that purpose audience message, which by the way, it wasn't invented by me. This goes back to Aristotle. Something I tell my clients and students all the time. If it's the truth, the truth is eternal. The truth is not good 
you, maybe I'll use this when I graduate. I won't need it now. Maybe I'll use it in four years. Uh-huh. Or maybe I'll use it on Sunday, but not Tuesday. It doesn't work on Tuesdays. <laughs> if it's the truth, the truth is eternal. Yeah. Purpose, audience, message, it's as old as time itself. Right. And it relates yeah. to everything, both professional and your personal life. It's the same thing. It's all communication. Do you think people have trouble, you know, when, when you're identifying your audience? Um, yes. You know, let's equate it to a podcast because I, I deal mostly with podcasters. Sure. And, you know, we go through a similar process, but we, we spend a lot of time on who you're talking to. Yes. Right? Who, who, who's your ideal listener? Who's your ideal viewer? Who, who are you serving? And I think a lot of people have a little trouble sort of not, not just identifying who that is because they want to be all things to everyone, to Jim's earlier point. They want to be all things to everyone, but they're afraid to really, really, really hone down and focus on that and then ask the question, what are their problems? And then when you say to yourself, how can I solve those problems? Then your content flows. Then yeah. you're like, this person has this problem. They can't, uh, they, have, they, they have financial issues here. They have uh, this issue here. They've got, uh, they've got children that they've got to take care of. They have trouble with, you know, whatever those troubles are. Or maybe they just want to be entertained. You're solving a problem just by being 100%, an entertainer. 100%. When I come home from work or when Joe Schmo, oh, we're going back to Joe Schmo now, sorry. Oh, Professor Joe's <laughs> back. Professor Joe made a, prof- I need like a, I need a caricature. I need like a, a an outfit, <laughs> a mask. A coffee mug, <laughs> Professor Joe. Yeah, Tom. a coffee mug. Exactly. That's it, Jim. We need to put it on the carousel. Hello. Right. Stupid. I should have thought of that. But like when, <laughs> when, when, you know, when, when let's just say Joe comes home from work and it's been the worst day at work. And he turns on Seinfeld or he turns on Chris and Jim's show and he laughs. That laughter solves a problem. I had a tough yes. day at work. And you know what? I want to be entertained. There's so much value in that. There's so many people making tons of money just being really good storytellers and entertaining with a, a kind of a personality-driven uh, brand. Uh, so there's there's also that too, because I don't want to discount, you know, we as marketers and business owners, we tend to only talk in terms of services and products. Right. But like, uh, yeah, totally to your point, uh, 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 Chris. And and was there a question in there? <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know. But but if there was, you answered it. I think I I think <laughs> I apologize. I think there was a question in there, and then and then me in my in my raucous way just kind of destroyed that. So I apologize. But yeah, if the problem is uh, like, I think what you were alluding to. Correct me if I'm wrong. Was mm-hmm. They know who they are and it's and they've identified the pain points. And when they solve that with their content, things flow. And I could not agree more because again, you're making it about them and not you. Yeah. And so when I click on Professor Nez's video, I'm talking to myself in third person. Yes. <laughs> I could get, you know, this is what most people do. Hi, I'm Professor Nez. I'm an author. I'm a speaker. I've got a download down there. Hey, you need to sign up for my email list. Make sure you like and subscribe. It's like, wait a minute, like I clicked because you told me you were going to talk about maximizing your brand with Professor Nez, but all I'm getting is self-promotion for the first minute and I'm out of here. And then they come to me and say, Nez, I bought a $6,000 Sony AS7. I bought, you know, the most expensive lights. I bought the most expensive software. What in the world? This guy who's using his phone on TikTok has 6 million followers. He's making $8,900 a day. What am I not doing right? Personal branding has nothing to do with equipment. Personal branding has nothing to do with your website. Personal, I mean, it does a little bit, but it's really about messaging. 
reaching deep into who are the people that you can serve. So how do you do that? I want to be, because I like what you said earlier. Everybody t says the same thing. I don't want to say the same thing. If I may really quickly, guys, please, I want to give something tactical. This is how you do this. I, I say this to my clients. I'm going to give this here to you guys as well. Okay. Let's say, uh, we're, let's go back to Joe Schmo. Let's say Joe Schmo is a chef and he has amazing recipes as a matter of fact, I had a client not that that long ago, uh, Frank. Frank, if you're watching, I love you. He comes to my Hi, live stream all the time. <laughs> Meet Chris and Jim virtually, you know, kind of, you know. And uh, he's like, you know, Nez, I really enjoy cooking Italian cuisine. And I want to be able to monetize that. I want to be able to maybe, how do I do that? And I talk about, well, first we need to build awareness, right? You guys know about funnels, top of funnel awareness, et cetera, et cetera, build that trust. Then we can start creating products, maybe a recipe book, a digital course, what have you, affiliate stuff, right? So this is what I say, let's get tactical. How do you find out how to serve your audience? So this is a very simple thing and I'm happy to go deeper. I don't want to monopolize, but this is what I tell them. I say, let's Please. look at 10 channels, okay? Let's say if we're going to do this on YouTube or it doesn't matter, 10 businesses, 10 websites, that are crushing it in your Italian, very specific right. niche, Italian cuisine, recipe cooking, you know, brand. Let's look at the, the top 10 channels in that specific niche. And let's, and I'm just using this because this literally happened recently. He was a YouTube client of mine helping. Mm -hmm. I wanted to help him with his YouTube channel, but you can do this for Facebook. You can do this for your e-commerce. You can do this for whatever. What are they doing that is working? You need to do your market research. Dissect. I call it analyze and adjust. Okay. Analyze and adjust is the name of the, you guys know this. Being a content creator, entrepreneur, it's always about evolution. You're always right. evolving. Right. What are they doing well? What are they doing in their live streams? How, well, look at their offers. What are they doing in their calls to action? What are, what's the energy, the pacing? How do they start their video? How do they end their video? Um, what are they doing on other platforms? What's their distribution strategy? I mean, there's, I could go on and on. You guys, the list is, uh, you know, it's endless ad infinitum. Yeah. If you look at the, if you do your market research, I mean, very specifically related to your niche, let's say you want to be a coach, a consultant, maybe a plumber. Uh, uh, maybe you want to be a construction project manager, real estate agent. Look at the top 10 channels. I would say even more, maybe 20 and put in the work, analyze. Look at what they're, what are, what is Chris and Jim? I mean, look at these amazing live streamers. What are they doing? Look at their website. Look at that intro. That intro made me look like, I mean, I literally want to go change everything on my live stream. That intro was <laughs> phenomenal. Look God. at these beautiful overlays. Look at these beautiful, the ticket taper, the presentation. Look at their looks, their lighting. You can just look at the competition and don't copy, obviously, but see what they're doing well and then provide your own voice to it. And I'm telling you right now, there's so much more I could dive deep into, but when oh, I, great, yeah. when you really, let's get tactical, because you're right, I don't want to be general. Those tactical things will change everything. If you really look at those top brands in your niche and just analyze to the tilt, analyze all the way, really do a deep dive, do your due diligence, incorporate what's working into your own brand, I mean, there's really nothing new under the sun. I'm not saying copy, but yes. I'm saying there's nothing new under the sun. Just look what they're doing. Say, oh, you know what? They're offering a really cool, um, have a really cool creative way of getting people on their email list because that's IP. That's an asset you own. I need to, I didn't even think about that. 
this is like natural, right? This is human conditioning. When we're starting upon a new endeavor, it helps to have, like you said, guides, examples, right? Concrete, this or that. And so, um, and so that, I, I mean, does that make sense? You guys, I hope that's a little bit more oh, yeah. tactical well, than just the yeah, general. Yeah, no, no, no. It's phenomenal. Yeah, you you cannot be general, my friend. You are um you are you are as tactical as they get. Uh, <laughs> that that life, means the world to me. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, but I, you know, I I let's take this another let's let's go another step here. Please. Right? Because what you're saying, hundred percent. I mean, there's like I hope that someone listening, watching, just like is fired up to do that. And we Jim and I do the same thing. We're like we're always uh, watching other live streamers, not just on Amazon. We're, we're, you know, we're, we're getting, you know, tips and trips, tricks from, from pastors on the stage of churches. You get tips, you know, from, you know, Jim is in Toastmasters. He does speaking, like all of these things to try to sharpen your, your skills. But I think yes. a lot of people, when they go down the, the uh, research and they start watching these people, these people who are crushing and they go, God, man, I just, man, I could never do that. Oh, man. And it's that whole comparison uh, thing oh, where they this. just start going, oh, man, you know, I I don't know if I could do that, you know, or, or the classic, well, I'm just not a tech person. Or, um, and, and Jim and I always say to each other, like, listen, you're, you can be a tech person. Mm -hmm. You're not, you may not be one right now. I'm but living let's, let's, proof, by the way. I'm right. the worst at tech, and yet yeah. I'm able to do all this. Like, do the just put the work there. The work it's there. You know, I wasn't a tech person, you know, years ago, but I became, I guess, somewhat of a tech person. But you just have to, you have to be intentional to take the time to do it. But like, when when people do the research, like you're talking, and they and they're they're analyzing, but then they get stuck at that mind junk. Like, how how do you how do you work with someone to get over that? So this is so good. My God, you, I got to get my hats off to you guys. Again, I'm not stroking here. <laughs> you guys are phenomenal at this. I mean, really, you guys are phenomenal. These are, I, I've, again, I've been on a few shows. Let's say that. Uh, the questions you guys are asking, I just really appreciate. I just want to say I appreciate it. As somebody who's a fellow content creator and interviewer, I'm, I'm being inspired by you guys. You guys, I'm learning a lot from you guys. Hit that like button, guys. Share this out. This is amazing. Phenomenal stuff. If you're listening on the podcast, subscribe. These guys know how to do it. You know, the, you know what I kind of, if I could just maybe say this in a story, and this is a story I sometimes use with clients. You know, I don't know about you guys, but I've, I think, I can't remember if I talked to you guys or somebody else about this, but I had to recently put on a suit um, for something, for an event. And <laughs> much to my dismay, the buttons were a little tighter than I'd hoped. <laughs> when I say a little, basically the shirt ripped. Um, anyway, check, please. Check, please. Um, we'll put a shirt in the like, chair. Yeah. <laughs> please do. Uh, so what I'm basically trying to say is uh, Corona belly. Yes. Table two Corona belly. Uh, the, the pandemic has, has, has done wonders on my figure. Okay. And my plan is to, uh, you know, actually get back in shape, hopefully, right? And so here's the story I tell clients. You know, when you, you know, when you, you've been doing good, let's say you've gone to the gym pretty consistently, or you've gone on a hike or, or a run or whatever, but then there's that one day, which turns into multiple days where it's like, man, the last thing I want to do, I just got home from work or 
you know, I didn't get much sleep last night. I really, the mental thing starts to jump in. Like you could do it tomorrow. And then yep. tomorrow turns into next year. <laughs> right. But if you've ever fought through that, which I know everybody knows what I'm talking about. When you fought through that, no, 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 I'm not going to, even though I really don't want to do this and I'd much rather sit on the couch and have potato chips and watch the ball game. I'm going to go do this. Correct me if I'm wrong. When you have fought through that mental uh, barrier and you actually did go do that, you know, hike or run and you came back, how amazing did you feel? Oh, you feel amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Not only not only because you did the exercise, but also because you didn't let this guy get right. in the way, right? Yeah. And when right. I say this guy, by the way, I talk a lot about this on my channel because mental health for content creators, business owners is a, is a thing that I really care deeply about. I've seen so many creators burn out. I've seen so many business owners give up when they're inches away from success. Wow. If you can fight through that, that, because I get it. I was there. I, my God, a DSLR? Uh, 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 a USB pot. What? L what? <laughs> huh? Like I was the same way. But if you just fight through this guy, because literally it's not the equipment, like Chris was saying, it's not the tech, it's the dude inside here. <laughs> and if you really embrace what I'm saying right now, everybody listening and watching this awesome audience, the Dealcaster audience, you guys are phenomenal. If you really embrace this, it relates to everything, everything your personal life, your business life, your professional life, what have you. And so when that naysayer comes, Professor Nez gives you permission to fire his butt. Just give him the pink slip. <laughs> Be like, I'm not listening to you. I am not. You actually have power. A lot of people, they take this guy very seriously. I, I, tell you, I say this all the time, guys. The most liberating day of my life, I was 29 years old. And I've gone through serious anxiety, mental problems, right? Hard to believe, I know. Um, the day, the most liberating day of my life is when I finally discovered I don't have to take this guy seriously. Everybody has one of these guys in their head. Everybody does. The most successful to the abysmally uh, failed. Everybody has this. Don't listen to him. Don't take him seriously. Push through. And I promise you that will make all the difference. If you practice this, it's hard at first, just like anything in life. Okay. The more you practice that, it becomes second nature. And the voice that was so loud turns into a murmur, turns into a whisper. And then it literally eventually dissipates. That's how I try to help my clients. That's how I try to help my audience is to really empower them and hopefully remind them, because we all know this, remind them that they have the power to not listen to this guy. You'll be surprised. That's this it. is not woo-woo. This is not a new age, you know, woke, you know, I can't stand that stuff. This is actually practical. It's very pragmatic advice. You have an untapped power in you. What you give attention to, you give power to. So if you give attention wow. to negative people, they have power over you. If you give attention to this guy, it has power. If you give attention to news, media outlets, what have you, toxicity, it has wow. power over you. There's a lot of things. You guys are my age, so you know this. There's a lot of things you can't control in life. What you have sovereignty over is mm. what you give attention to. God. You can control yeah. what you give attention to. And so I really try to go all the way with my clients and my audience. It's not just about, hey, do this on YouTube. If your mindset ain't right, your messaging ain't right. And yes, I'm a professor that said ain't. 
<laughs> well, that's okay because we're in the South and we just thought it was part yeah. of the English language. I love yeah. it, man. I love you this. I want, I'm a wannabe Southerner. I'm right. a wannabe Southerner, I swear. All right, I love California. Myself. All right, California. <laughs> oh, God. No, it's it's so true. It's like it will sneak up on you in the back door in the darkest of times when you don't realize how long you've sat in front of something that was doing not just nothing to you, but doing damage to you. And, and you mentioned earlier about putting, putting down some stuff and going for a hike and, and, and going. And it's like, uh, I saw a TED Talk at, uh, at one point and they were talking about, you know, that, the classic sort of white space, right? You know, you look yeah. on a page and you look yeah. for the white space, right? Yeah. Um, and he talked about um, historically when there was something that would distract you, it was television or it was radio or it was, you know, there was limited sort of, um, you know, a content being fed at you. And that content at some point kind of cut off. Like they would actually cut off television at uh, 2 a.m., you know, it would actually go to boop, you know, and it would be over. We're not going to broadcast anything, right? Now it never, ever, 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 ever stops. It's constantly that algorithm and that feed is constant. It will never stop for you. Yes. You have to be intentional and stop it yourself. Yes. And um, it's it and it's I, I'm guilty. You know, I'm, I'm here like saying, you know, I'm not I'm not here preaching like like I know I'm a know it all. This is mm-hmm. this has crept into my life. Yes. Constantly on on many fronts. Um, and you just have to start, you have to cut cords. You have to, you mentioned being, surrounding yourself with people who will support you that are positive in your journey and cutting cords on those who aren't. And I think that's part of, that's a part of it, right? If, if, yep. if you've got people that, you know, you know, Jim and I, um, you know, have this show and one of the reasons why we feel, you know, we're going to continue doing it, whether or not it's successful financially or, or whatever, it's because we make each other better every day. And I think you got to find other people. It, you don't have to find somebody to do a live show with, you know. And for, in your case, you mentioned your wife. You know, your life partner is huge. She keeps you in check on stuff. Yeah. Jim keeps me in check all the time. Nez, you wouldn't believe the kind of stuff this dude yells <laughs> Good at. Good for me. you, Jim. He's a Good lieutenant you, colonel in every sense of the word. But um, <laughs> yeah, and I think the, the other thing too is this is another thing I wanted to touch on. And I don't. I know this is a bit of a you know a bit of a ninety degree uh, turn here. Is that you know you you and I and and Jim and you we found each other in this in the in in the in the screen world you know you're across the across the United States um, we say y'all you say you guys I don't know whatever um, and we found each other in this world um, and a lot of times people don't look at podcasting and net, uh, live streaming and this as networking as a way for you to touch base with people, to communicate with people, to commune with people virtually. And can, you know, especially now that, you know, the way the world is, this is, this is, you know, you're going to have to figure out how to do this, how to put on the suit and, and be able to, uh, to do this. I mean, how, um, you know, we, we found each other through that, that whole thing. Um, and I mean, do you have any, any examples of how either you've worked with clients in order to do that from a from a networking perspective, or how to find other people that can help you, um, and how to get rid of that uh, that chaff that is is hindering you? Um, any any thoughts on that? Yeah, no, I love that. Um, you know what's so funny is I was looking at you on Amazon Live, and there was a little delay. 
<laughs> I just came back to work. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, whoa, that's so interesting. Like Chris is Chris is miming right now. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, that's such a good one, man. That's such a good one because I can't tell you and here perfect example. Uh, reached out to my network. You guys tap into your network and you don't need to see them in person. You don't need to, I'll tell you it's something tactical in a second, but tapping into your network has been a ever, ever fruitful resource for me. Mm. Case in point, I've got a meeting today at 1 p.m. Pacific time. That's, what is that? Let me do the math. Is that 3 p.m. Uh, Eastern time? 4, 4 p.m.? 4. 4. 4. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I'm a communications professor, not a math professor. Not a math okay. Math. And so, and so <laughs> I need to take my socks off to do basic math. Anyway, um, I tapped into this uh, uh, awesome content creator, fellow content creator, and I said, you know what, man? I know you have a connection to this uh, company. I really think this would be a cool fit for me, too. And I really dig what they're doing. Do you uh, happen by any chance? to have any, uh, like a contact info or anything like that. You know, sometimes it's intimidating. Sometimes you don't want to do that. You kind of feel bad, like, oh, great. You know, it's like, you know, you're, you're putting undue burden or pressure on a, on somebody who's, you know, we're all busy too. And, and it's a little bit, I think a lot of people feel apprehensive tapping into their network. This guy was more than happy to help. He was more than happy to go above and beyond. Not only did he say, of course, but he actually set up the meeting for me as a mediator. He could have just given me the email contact, but he actually was like, Nez, I'll take care of you, brother. Here is the person you need to speak to. On top of that, I'm going to give him a call on your behalf. I was like, dude, <laughs> you don't have to do that. I was just was simply looking for an email. So, so, you know, you don't, I mean, this is the world now. The world now mm. is virtual. COVID has accelerated the inevitable. You need to learn how to communicate. You need to, it's the same thing as in person. You don't just go, hey, I've got something you need to somebody you just meet at Starbucks, right? Be a human being. <laughs> right. Hey, hey, my name's, hey, how you doing? I noticed, cool, I noticed your uh, your mirrorless camera there. Are you a content creator? My name's Nez. I do, you know, just be a human <laughs> being. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's not, it's not, this isn't rocket science, guys. Right. And so just be, be, um, be, I don't I hate to say authentic, but yeah, just be real and, and have a conversation and don't expect anything from anybody, but, but be yes. open. Okay. And, and, and here's another thing. I want to give something tactical. If you're looking to connect with people, if you're looking for uh, people to add to your network or what have you, or you want to tap into your network, or you want to, in my case, what happened with this awesome creator was I've got a meeting today with a really cool company for a potential sponsorship. Um, the best place to go for things like that are two places I like to go. Maybe you guys have something different, but I like to go to LinkedIn mm -hmm. and I will literally look at my network, see who's, because you can see mutual connections on LinkedIn. Right. So right. if you go to a company, let's just say the company is StreamYard or Amazon or what have you, you can see mutual connections. And if you see titles that are congruent, Say, hey, Jennifer, I noticed that you know Rick over at Oracle or over at Apple or what have you. Um, I was just curious because I'm, you know, thinking about maybe partnering with them or I'm, I was actually had a project in mind I'd like to do with them. And and is there any chance I could just just talk and just see what happens? Here's the worst that could happen. The worst that could happen is they say, no, I can't do anything. But look at the upside. The upside is it could change your life. 
I mean, I'm not right. even joking. It could yeah. literally change your life. This meeting that I have in an hour and a half, with 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 all intents and purposes, this meeting could be huge for me and my in our company. So, and this all came from me going to my second favorite place, which is Twitter. I don't know if you guys use a lot of Twitter. I think Jim, I see you a lot on Twitter. Chris, I don't know if you're uh, on Twitter a lot. Well, I don't. I I don't have as many followers as Kim Kardashian. So I'm. Are you, you sure know, about I, that? I'm. Well, maybe something after is today. not right. Yeah. After today, I think uh, last you uh, checked. We make, yeah, but Jim does. But you're close. So, yeah, I know yes. Jim does. Jim has more followers than anybody. Right. I'm working on it. Working How on could it. you not follow the Marine Corps of marketing? I mean, that's right? insane to me. Uh, but I like going on Twitter too. And I like just tagging people or just going in the DMs and just saying, hey, you know what I noticed? Again, just be real, be upfront. I'm actually thinking about doing a dedicated video about this on my channel because, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, guys, but do you just get spamified on LinkedIn all the time? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All the time. In mail, all big time. Yeah. If I had the time, I would love to coach every spam I get, but I can't. So what I'm thinking about doing is just doing a dedicated video. This is how you connect with people on LinkedIn. This is how you DM people on LinkedIn. Because you telling me, how, how many times have you gotten this? You know, I just want to expand my network. And you seem yeah. like the right person. And then it's like, if you actually fall for that, what's the next message? Hey, here's a program I think you'd be interested in. We help people get clients. It's like, dude, just tell me up front. Just be like, look, I run a business. I notice you're a coach. Do you, are you in need of clients? If so, book a five minute meeting with me. That's what I do. And so again, uh, it's just be real, be human, tap into your network. I know that was kind of a long answer, but I hope that No, helped. no, I love the five minute uh, meeting concept, right? Actually, and it's, it's like, going to be yeah. longer than five minutes too. And you know that, sure. Chris, it's going to well, be longer than five, but when you say shorter. five, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's like, yeah, this is over. Um you know yeah, what I say? You know what I say, Chris, just really quickly. What? I yeah. always say, do, do you guys, do you have time for a six minute virtual coffee? Oh, that's very specific. I say six minutes wow. because they're like, he didn't say five. He didn't say 10. Right. I like hmm. that he's attentive to detail and six minutes is kind of weird. It kind of leaves a, an impression. Mm -hmm. And then yeah. virtual coffee is like, oh, okay, cool. Like he wants yeah. to, you know, it's legit. Yeah, um, it's like it's more than five. But if you said four, people are like, well, this guy can't even give me five minutes. <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. And I, I, I'm telling you right now, I have never had a six minute virtual coffee in my life. Right. They have all gone to 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Right. It's ridiculous. So, yeah, yeah. It's all about perception, it's about psychology. Yeah. Yeah, well, it is. Know, it's you, a great. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the fact that you would say six is people like he really put a lot of thought into that. Yeah, to make it six, right? Yeah, it's like they, you I'm can steal, steal that. that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm gonna change. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna set ideas. up a seven, seven minute, seven minute. Right? <laughs> lucky. Seven is lucky. So seven is lucky. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we've got we've got lots of comments here um, on Amazon. Is it Seti who has said never let the tech hold you back? So much information is out there, and if you want to learn, the info is there. Break that box. Don't let the box confine you or hold you back. Mm. That's good stuff. Very good. Seti's I mean, great. Yeah, that's uh, that's better than uh, I could have put it, Seti. So we appreciate you and uh, Joe Dexter uh, forward. Joe down the Dexter field. in the house. Joe Dexter Media. Yeah, forward yes. down the field. A fellow Lions fan um, has uh, has been chiming in as well. Jeff C is in the house as well. It looks like uh, Jeff C um, wanted to see uh, Professor what you had in your carousel. See, this is this goes back to when you were talking about looking and doing market research and figuring out what other people were doing. 
this is what Jeff C is doing. And so like we, we, we got on his show and we were in, you know, if you've seen social media news live, by the way, it, if you haven't fantastic show, he and Grace Duffy uh, do from, uh, from restream. And oh, cool. uh, he does, his show has this moving graphics and there's it's just really pro. It's like you're watching a pro news show. And he actually said to us that he watched our show in order to, to see what we were doing and like, it doesn't, it doesn't look like he really did. I'm like, well, you know, you may have looked at our show, but what you did is you <laughs> took it from here to here. Right. Um, and so, I mean, it, it sort of speaks to the example that you're talking about is, you know, create your own thing. And sometimes it's not about creating something that doesn't exist. Like find some things and cobble together, or use influence to, um, you know, these influences to cobble something together that you can own and that creates your brand, not necessarily a color code or a logo, but what you're talking is about building authority along with that brand. And man, this is And been... going after it. You have to go after yes. it. Like you need to ask a hundred brands. I'm telling you right now, there's so much money to be made. And I, I'm not trying to focus this on money, but if you have kids and a mortgage and a wife who likes really nice things like I do, Money's important. <laughs> and so and so I'm telling you guys right now, you have to go after it. Even if you have a thousand subscribers, even if you have five subscribers, five million subscribers, don't do what I tell my clients. Don't do this. Don't spray and pray. Meaning mm. don't just send out your media kit, your resume or what have you, and just sit back and hope they'll all just come pouring in. People are super busy. If you want to make money in the creator economy, you need to go after it. You have to ask. You're going to get 99 no's, but that one yes will fill your bill of sales or fill your uh, revenue cycle for the entire year. So you got to go after it. That's really, really important. The fortune is in the follow-up. Follow up with people. People are busy. Just because they ghosted you, just because they didn't call you back, doesn't mean they're not interested. I wish somebody would have told me this when I was 28, 25, just starting out. I think that that's so important. And, and, you know, to your point as well, I mean, if you really, you know, put the effort out there are consistent. I mean, yesterday, Chris and I, you know, would have never thought that would we would be helping produce an event that Gary V was the keynote speaker. Oh, you guys did that? That's so awesome. We were, I'm so we proud of you guys. Scenes, and, uh, you know, a few months ago, it was Seth Godin. Congratulations. And it's we put ourselves out there. You know, it's like you can't just sit there and, and hold back. And uh, I, I love what you're saying about what people need to do. I mean, you know, because that's the whole thing. In this creator economy, the people that are going to succeed are the willing, they got to be willing to put forth the effort. It's not just going to happen. And I like, wish they taught this at the universities. I wish they taught this. Yeah. They teach you how to have a piece of paper. They teach you how to pass a test. But the real stuff that matters for you to be successful in life, it's just far and few in between. I love the way you said that, Jim, because it's so true. You know, being a, a, a Marine that, look, if you just sat around and rested on your laurels, nothing would get done, you know? Yep. Yep. Yeah, they should uh, yeah. teach you how to create YouTube channels, um, you know, uh, how to create a podcast, how to, um, how to live stream, how to uh, create a great presence online. Um, 100%. Graphics. I mean... You know, th those are the kind of, and maybe they're teaching how in to some write places. a proper email. <laughs> yes. You know, copywriting, copy. I know you guys know this. 
copywriting is super underrated in our line of work. Mm -hmm. Really good marketing copy, really persuasive, right. incentivizing communication like copywriting is so, so underestimated and underutilized. We're just going to let AI do it. We're just going to let the bots do that for us. <laughs> We're just going to let AI do it. Yeah. AI well, is just going to do it all anyway, right? I know, That's for the easy out loud. Well, you know, what's funny is like, I my kids are learning times tables. Guys, guys, I was, my wife thinks I'm crazy. I'm like, honey, why is he learning times tables? You can do like, that with this. Just, exactly. Like, why do I need a times? I don't need my kids to learn timetables. They'll just ask Siri to do it. What I right. would like them to learn is critical thinking. How about critical thinking? Wow. You know, there's a concept. But no, That's they're learning. Yeah. They're spending five hours a day. I'm not even kidding you guys. I, and my wife can't. My wife's like, you need to stay at home. These parent-teacher conferences, <laughs> she won't let me go with her because I get really upset. I get heated. I'm like, why? What you said earlier about teaching them how to start a YouTube channel or a podcast? Think about that. You're learning marketing, communication, sales, thumbnails, editing, design, distribution. I mean, uh, 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 ownership, right? Um, customer service. Like, I mean, that's every, that's so much skills. Yeah. You're teaching my kid how to remember to eight multiply. Eight times eight equals. <laughs> are you joking me? Like, all I need to do is use my phone. I don't, why are you teaching things that Siri can answer? I exactly. don't care how old George Washington was when he had his first injury. I mean, I love George Washington. I love our history, but I could care less when the War of 1812 was. When was the War of 1812? Ah, uh, <laughs> trick question, right? No, but I mean, you're so you're so right. Like, uh, like open up that world, and maybe yeah. they stumble upon something that they're passionate about. I really apologize, can, guys, because you know, I can go off on education forever. So I apologize. I know it's no, kind of a broken record with me, but I can. I, I'm so passionate but, about it. But it. But it, the problem is, Nez, to your point, is it has it to my my perspective. It has changed. In the wrong way. I mean, yes. so much is focused yes. on test scores. But if you get these kids out of the school and ask them to solve, like you said, a critical problem, they don't know how. We need, you know, that I think is the problem. It's all about, you know, multiple choice tests. It's not about like how to get good at taking tests. Like yes. who cares about that? Right. Right. Me wrote memorization. I mean, wrote memorization. That's it. That's yep. it. Exactly. I love that. And again, I don't want to harp on education, but I eat, sleep and breathe in that world for two decades. Mm -hmm. And I still look, I've got a class coming up on Monday that I'm going to be teaching. It's a part-time business communication course. I still teach there because I love working with young people. I have my businesses to run. It's not about money for me, but I actually love being around, you know, younger people because it just, it just thrills me. I actually just, I love doing it. Um, like, gosh, they just, it's, it's, it's too far and few in between. There's a lot of great instructors out there and professors, but it's too far and too few in between. And the universities don't encourage innovation. They want you to teach the status quo because guys, I'm going to break it to you first on dealcasters. The university system is for profit. It's not nonprofit. It's for, even if they were nonprofit, they're not for loss, <laughs> right? <laughs> so think about that. Think about that. Students are customers. They're not, uh, really be open about that. Yeah, yeah. we had, um, really quickly, we had a guest on a number of months ago, uh, Dr. Uh, Dr. I, Addison Sang, and uh, Oh, Julie I know McCoy. Dr. I, a Classroom Without Walls. Yeah. Love it. Yes, yes. Love and it. They wrote She's a book terrific. called, uh, uh, say, uh, 
Save the degree, skip the tuition. So do I have that right? Yes. Skip the degree, save the tuition. Yes. Skip the degree, skip the degree, save, save, the degree tuition. save the tuition. So um, smart. And that's so really smart. what that's about, right? Is to say, listen, sometimes you don't need to go through and and get you know uh, the, the you know fourteen acronyms listed after your name with commas, um, and uh, in order to be successful. Um, yeah. And sometimes you have to. We understand that that that's you know unfortunately a part of doctors. You know we yes. want surgeons and doctors to be equipped with yep. knowledge. Right. But when it comes to business specific, because you guys are busy, you guys are multifaceted, highly highly profound entrepreneurs in your own right. You don't you didn't you don't need to take a class from some professor who's teaching PowerPoint. I mean, you know? it was what's crazy. Think yeah. about it. Yeah. You know, I started doing digital marketing full time five years ago. I didn't take any classes. I I went to, as Chris calls it, YouTube University, or <laughs> going back to or or, or Apple Podcast University. Yeah, yeah or or looking on 100%. Facebook, like, oh, what are other people doing? Oh, okay, let me see how I replicate that. What's the working? University of Google and YouTube is the best university on the planet. Yeah, because yep. you know what, it's actually based on something that the university uh, does not hold the professors accountable. Think about it, guys. If you're not actually giving quality content, what happens to your podcast and YouTube channel? Disappears. If you actually suck as a professor, you don't have to worry about a thing because you're tenured. Right. Ooh. I mean, the only way you're going to get fired as a tenured professor is if you do something really, really out of bounds, right? Like something very, very criminal, criminal in nature. Mm. Other than that, you can rest. You don't have to innovate. You don't have to try to grow. You don't have to try to be good. Like you and I as content creators, we're graded on our merit every single second of the day. And if we stink, we're not going to get views. We're not going to get clients. We're not going to get customers. That's how it should be. That's yes. what, you know, yes. a lot of people call it the meritocracy. That's how it should be, you know? Absolutely. It makes things better. I mean, it's like, It you makes know, things better. I love the way you said why, that. You know, we get, you know, we, uh, Jim and I get a little flack for evangelizing for this platform that we're on, on Amazon. And, um, you know, because, because it's, I love that you guys, from you guys other, inspired me. Yeah, these other content creators, they they were like, well, what are you doing? Like, why are you letting, why are you trying to tell more people about this? It's creating more competition. It's like, do you realize that this is like so massive and that we, that it, we can make this better together? That means we need to be better, right? And so we can be better on and rise those ships, you know, when, when that tide comes. The in, rising you know? tide lifts all ships. That's, That's exactly it, what I was just going to say. You stole the words right out of my mouth. The rising tide lifts all ships. It's so funny. You know what you just said right there, Chris? I found such a paradoxical thing. And I don't want to, I, I know we, we we're probably running out of time here, yeah. but I found such an irony when I, and I've been there, I've been like, Ooh, those are my secrets. I don't want to share those. I've been there. I'm not, I'm not immune to that. I'm a human being. And sometimes we value our IP, our intellectual property a little too much. You know, what's funny is the more that I give away, the more money I make. And when I say, again, I'm not making this about money, yeah. but money is a is a metric for value, right? For how we're doing, because the better you are, the more quality content, you can earn more money, right? Let's just stop beating around the bush. But what's funny is the more I give away, the more I'm less, you know, covenant, you know, with yeah. my skills or my, my wherewithal, my knowledge about the creator economy, it always comes back. It always comes back. So I love that you're evangelizing this platform because I'll be honest with you. When I talk to Ross, when I talk to uh, Chris Giles, when I talk to Monty Weaver, when I they always came back to, well, have you talked to Jim and Chris yet? <laughs> and I was like, uh, bucket list, bucket list. 
Well, and, and you know, it, it's funny too what you talked about. I have a friend, Brian Kennedy, and he taught me this several years ago, or just the perspective. He's like, the first action of giving when you put your hand out is also the first act of receiving. And so mm. I've always thought that, that that's powerful, right? When you give, things will happen. If you're always trying to take, you know, Chris and I talk about this all the time. We don't have time for the takers in the world. We have the sometimes the same issues as, as you, Nez, and that we, you know, it's like there are things we know that we think are our IP, but at the same perspective, we want to help other people. So it's, you know, figuring out how to, I guess, draw that line so uh, you don't give it, give it all away, but give enough to help others succeed because, you know, then more people will want to, you know, be a part of that uh, community. I mean, and Monty was on here. I, I don't know if he still is, but, you know, they've created an amazing Facebook community of Amazon creators. And I think they just hit a thousand. So congratulations. Awesome. Monty. Uh, congratulations. Chris and Great group. Uh, Melody. And we and we love being a part of it. We're, we're kind of glad. It's funny. Chris and I joke sometimes. We had thought about starting a Facebook group. But now what we've seen, all that goes on in that group, we're like, I'm glad somebody else is doing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's hard, isn't it? It's not easy. Well, you know no, what you just said right there. It's like human nature. Sorry, Chris, really quickly. It's no, like human good. nature. Like, like when somebody, like I had a mechanic once that like, you know, he was like, you know what? I'll, I'll just, I'll take care of your, you know, your timing belt. Just, you know, next time you come down here, just make sure, maybe refer us or something like that. Yep. And I like, my wife was shocked at how, how far I went to bat for this person. And it's, it's something happens when somebody does you a solid if you're a good human being, and I like to think that 90% of people on, on earth, maybe 95, are really good people. There are those few that, you know, whatever. Um, man, when somebody does you a solid, you feel like obligated to do something in return. Right. When, when, when Chris and Jim invited me on their show and when Chris and Jim, you know, came onto my live stream and they shared vast amounts of knowledge about this beautiful platform that nobody really knows about. Every molecule in me was like, I'm going to share on Instagram. I'm going to share on Twitter. I'm going to share. And I know you guys saw the posts. Oh, yeah. I'm going to share on my podcast. I'm going to share. Because it wasn't like, you know, it, it wasn't like, I actually, I, I wouldn't have done that. I, I don't always do that, to be honest with you. I do do it a lot, you know, just to be transparent. But like the fact that you guys brought the heat and you brought the value, I felt like if I didn't do that, who am I as a human being? So anyway, Chris, I didn't mean and, to cut yeah, you off. No, I just... no, and and vice versa too. It's like I th I think a lot of times, um, you know, uh, we'll have guests, or in and that guest will show up and do their deal, and then they're off, you know, to their next, you know, stop on their podcast tour or whatever. But, like, <laughs> but you know, hey, I want to go on a podcast tour, <laughs> right? Exactly. But you know, where's when, my when podcast we, tour? <laughs> when we're on your show. We're and afterwards, and you saw this. We we take we we take your the content that we did on your show, and then this content, and we put that into the flywheel, man. Yes, and 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 we're gonna anything that we said on that show, we're gonna drive back to your show, yes. and that's the way it should work. It's like we, let's help each other through this, you know. Uh, again, it's such an point. honor to know yeah. you guys. I really I want to say this live. I want to say it as it's recorded. You know, uh, I was planning on saying this when we're offline, and I think I've said this a couple of times. It's an honor to know you guys, and it's been a long time coming. Oh, Me and Jim were talking about this, Chris. Uh, like, like I've been so aware of. Uh, Jim was on on uh, earlier, you know, uh, on one of the streams we we're talking about, and uh, on my before you guys officially came on, 
and we were talking about this. This is like, man, I've known about you for a while. Like, it's like, we all kind of, we all kind of know what's going on in our space. Sure. Um, we're not maybe so super involved, but we kind of have, we, we have, we understand presence and we understand, Ooh, they're doing this. That's kind of cool. Or, Oh, I see that. I see you. I see you. Um, long time coming. And I want to say this for the record. I'm honored to be here. It's, 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 I could talk to you guys. If I didn't have a meeting to run to, I could talk to you guys for seven hours. I'm sure you guys got <laughs> stuff to do too, but it really truly is a pleasure, man. I really mean that. Well, and, Likewise, I, and I appreciate that because, you know, I, and this may sound funny, but, you know, you talk about imposter syndrome. So for someone like me, you know, seeing how how big of a following you have, it's like, you know, oh, you know, is this guy, would he talk to me? You know, who am I to be talked to? So for those of you out there... that Give me a break. It happens to all of us, right? Where we think that you're not good enough or you're not ready for that. So I, I definitely appreciate uh, appreciate that, Nez, coming from you because, uh, yeah, you, you've got to... Great stuff. I love how you do your, you know, ask. Hopefully, me more things to come, man. Yeah. Hopefully, a lot yeah. more things to come. Yeah. Seriously, absolutely. The start now, are you, are you, great. Uh, yep. Are you going to go to social media marketing world in uh, March? Are you thinking about it? Or? You know what? I am planned. Uh, I'm supposed to be a speaker at the People of Video Conference in October. Uh-huh. Uh, thankfully, I was very honored that Dan asked me to come speak. Um, it's in Albany, New York. And, you know, I'm just kind of, um, I'm so excited. Like I want to speak there and, and with all intents and purposes, it seems like that's going to be okay, but I am not, um, impervious to what's going on. And I'm just kind of right now, cause I've got kids and I've got parents that are in their eighties. And so I'm, uh, I'm just kind of, uh, playing it sort of by ear. It's so funny because I had, I know you guys know who Dean Nimmin is. Yeah, I had Dean Nimmin on uh, this show three, four weeks ago, maybe a month ago, and he was like, "I'll see you all in 2022." Yeah, <laughs> he's like, yeah. "If you can't get it right by 2022, you're all done in my book." <laughs> and so there was a part of me that was like, "Gosh, that's he's joking," but it's not a it's not a bad philosophy actually, because you know everything that's going on and everything that's happening, it's it just gives a little pause, you know. And um, so I'm hoping I've actually. I've actually never been at social media marketing world. Funny enough, I've always had something going on, unfortunately, and I've not been able to attend. Uh, but you know, I'd lo- if you're going to be there, Jim and you- Chris, you're going to be there. I'm trying I to talk know. him into it. We'll yeah, I'm trying to talk him into it. Yeah, <laughs> I hear it's one of the best conferences to go. Period. It, it's a, it definitely is a great place to meet people. But I will tell you, the conference that we were at two weeks ago in Lima, that was. Oh, you, know, you went to Lima in Ohio. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Oh, nice. Jessica what was that Phillips. like? That's great. Awesome. Was she's really great, great, Jessica Phillips. She's fantastic. Yeah. I already, already got my tickets for next year. So uh that's great. They're they're on That's sale great. now, Nez, if you want to go. If you if you can figure out how to get to Lima. If I can figure out California. how to get there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll Nez, swim we... there. Can I swim there? To Lima? That would be a long river. That'd be um, a long river. <laughs> Well, so, you know, I do need to lose my Corona belly. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it. That'll, That'll absolutely do it. Do it. Uh, this has been phenomenal and um, we appreciate it, Nez. And, you know, you've, you've taken up so much of your valuable time. Good luck on your meeting today. Thank you. Um, for sure. Um, Thank and, you. And uh, uh, for those of you who are uh, have stuck around this whole time, I know there's a lot of you out there because this is just, you know... Uh, 
Professor Nez dropping them knowledge boulders um, and uh, <laughs> you know, like down the down the hill there, and yeah. everybody catching Good them. Good thing we they're not pebbles. <laughs> uh, but uh, we'll be back on uh, Tuesday. We've got a guest on Tuesday, and that will be Daryl Stinson, who has a phenomenal story. TEDx speaker, as well as a former uh, Division One football player, who's now uh, you know dedicated wow. his life to working with athletes after. Sports is a phenomenal story. Suicide survivor and author. And wow. we're excited to have Daryl. I'm going to check on that out. When's that, when's that again, Chris? That's Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, oh, I'm yeah. going to be there for that. Count me in. That's awesome. great. All right, everybody. Thanks for sticking around. Nez, you're awesome. And then you, to everyone else, as always, don't fear the gear. Thanks for listening to Dealcasters. Congratulations. You've taken another step forward in your content creation journey. Please don't forget to hit the subscribe or follow button here in your favorite podcast player so you can be reminded every time we drop an episode. We love hearing from our listeners and viewers. And if you're wanting to watch our shows live on Amazon, feel free to follow Dealcasters Live as well at dealcasters.live. Follow us on Twitter or subscribe to our YouTube channel where we also included added content that you cannot find anywhere else. If you have questions about this episode or have something you want us to review, you can also email us at dealcasters at dealcasters.live. Thanks again for listening, and you know the deal. Don't fear the gears.